Tuesday. I don't know where I was going with that. I never know where I'm going with anything. But it's Tuesday and we're recording. How are you, Molly? I'm good, but I'm drinking coffee, just so you know. Is that okay on Tea Tuesdays? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah, you, you can have tater tots on fried Fridays. And... Oh, you just don't give a fuck about the rules, do you? No. No. Nope. Bad boy. Bad boy for life. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, today, I want to do something a little different, which is I, I listened and saved this video that follow this guy. He's kind of like a therapist slash spiritual person. And I've noticed I really uh, resonate with a lot of his videos. And today, well, not today, I think it was a day or so ago that I came across this video, but um, he, he, he made a little video about thirst traps. And I felt like, huh, that's really interesting. I'd kind of love to cover that. Like, that's definitely in my wheelhouse and brought up a lot of different thoughts for me. So, so yeah, I asked you and you said it was okay if we just shared that clip and then yeah. discuss it. All right. Um, push and play. Pop. Wait, do you want to say who it is, though? Oh, yes. It will tell me as soon as I open my phone back up. Ah. Uh, uh, it will say the full name when it opens. So let's see if I can pause it. Sure, that. Lynn Skidmore, which sounds like a great comic book name. Lynn Flynn. Skidmore? Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N Skidmore. Lynn Skidmore. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting name too. But if you like, um, I think he's a like certified therapist or something like that. Like he has some, you know, certified type of education but he's really good give him a lesson but yeah let's go ahead and play it yeah he breaks it down all right oh where did the volume go sorry everybody okay one more time all right um Do it well. Let's take. If you're gonna judge people, at least do it well. Let's take thirst traps. So you see someone post a thirst trap, and you get all worked up because that's not about them loving their body. They're seeking validation and all that. Okay, let me help you. In any given moment, everyone is having an experience. By experience, I mean feelings like joy, love, fun, peace, despair, sadness, anger. Most people are not aware of what they're experiencing in any moment and are not aware of the choices that they're making to either continue or to create a certain experience. People are operating with conditioning and programming that are making the choices for them. And all we can ever really do is evaluate how aware a person is of the experience they're having and whether or not they consciously chose an action to create that experience. Most people are not. And by you getting all worked up at the thirst trap, you're not either. Let's say someone's posting a thirst trap for validation. 
that person has probably been conditioned to believe that sexual validation is their best strategy to access love, safety, and belonging. It's what they currently have available to them to create safety. So they're taking actions to generate safety in the way that they're familiar with. Now, it may not be producing as much love, safety, and belonging as they would actually like. And if they were supported in making a more conscious decision about what they're doing, they might learn how to create a new version of love, safety, and belonging. One that might be a little bit more fulfilling or sustainable. Here's where things get really interesting. Maybe that person knows exactly what they're doing. Maybe they want to be experiencing sexual energy. And maybe they want to even make it a little deviant. They've made that choice and they are consciously choosing to take an action to create that experience for themselves. They're aware of what's happening and what they're doing. Instead of judging, get curious. Is this person aware of the experience they're creating? Do they like this experience? If you're judging it, that can only do two things. One, if the person is not conscious of what they're doing, you're creating an environment that makes it more difficult for them to become conscious of what they're doing. And if they are aware of what they're doing, they know what they want to experience and are consciously choosing an action to create that experience, they are operating at a different level than you. Did you know that? So yeah, there's, there's a lot there, but I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. I, I found that just, just really interesting and it resonated for me because it's something I... I have felt very similarly, which is, it's funny that last week we talked about shame and I feel like this week I'm kind of talking about judgment and those feel very like akin, right? But, um, but kind of this idea that like, if you're judging, like that either way, it's just not your place. Like either A, they don't know any better, kind of is kind of like the synopsis for me of that or and, that, and that's kind of how I see a lot of forms of sex work is like, don't judge sex work or people posting thirst traps or whatever, because they either fall kind of into one of these columns, which is one, they are desperate and they need the money or the attention or they're just trying to survive. Or they're over in this other area where they're like, I'm choosing this experience. I desire this experience. I'm enjoying this experience. This is what I want. And that really, either way, it's just not your place to say shit about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that it's not helpful for, for anyone for you to have judgment for it. Is that kind of what you gathered? I know you were kind of like, it's kind of a long video. Yeah. So yeah. I know like it can be easy to get lost in the sauce in it. But was that anything you, you grabbed from that as well? Oh, totally. And, and it reminds me of a story that's in the news right now with the girl from Euphoria. You know, we don't get political on here, but it is slightly political related where she was throwing a birthday party for her mom and there were some pictures of people in you know MAGA type hats but it says make 60 great again instead of make America great again you know just kind of fun party stuff and people had a problem with this yes and people are putting her through the ringer it's like dude shut the front door like this is so dumb I mean, that's just my opinion. Sorry, I don't get political. And obviously, I think if you've paid any attention to me, I'm not a Trump supporter. But also, like, shut the fuck up. Like, go live your life. Why are you having so many thoughts and opinions on something like that? Like, that's that's dumb. And that's actually a cute idea. If, you know, somebody leans that way and, you know, you, know, you can kind of support them 
in that way by having fun with a party like that. So, you know, it, well, I don't know the details. I just know that either way, it's just not my place to like exactly. have a fucking opinion about it. Yeah. Um, was, was the mother like a Trump supporter? Is that why people had a problem with it or? Or I think the people that were wearing the hats were, I, I don't have the full details. I just watched a Young Turks video about it and, you know, they're basically yeah. kind of like we're saying it's, it's nobody's business. Why? Yeah. I, I get being judgmental because like anyone who grew up with, you know, an intense religion, I have really struggled with being really judgmental, but the older I've gotten and the more that I've tried to really listen to my thoughts and be like, and, and break down in the same way that that guy just did, like, it's just not my place. It's just not for me to decide, like, whether I don't know their personal history or why they're doing what they're doing. So I don't get to judge based on that. And then, like, like I said, if it's that's the choice they're making to, because that's what floats their boat, like, also just not my place, like. Yeah, if, but, yeah, maybe they're having a sad day and, you know, posting something like that makes them feel better because, you know, they get feedback from people or they're just yeah. feeling really sexy and want to share it. Yeah. And and either way, that's, you know, totally for them to decide and not us. But um, thinking about it for myself, I thought of like, I, I post for like, probably if right off the top of my head, I can think of three reasons that I, that I share on social media. Um, I don't actually use my personal profiles anymore, like that are not stripper related. Like I, I have them, but they're, they're private. And I don't like, I check Facebook maybe once a year. I check my like normal person, Instagram, my civilian <laughs> Instagram, like once or twice a year. Um, but that's because my main motivator is money and those other ones aren't making me money. I might feel a certain way to like post pictures of my, me and my family going somewhere or doing something. But at the end of the day, if it's not clear to you that my main motivation is like money and like, like trying to make sure I support myself and can, am able to do that. And, and that that's okay for me to do that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then the other two reasons would be, um, I do enjoy the validation. It, it is nice. It does feel good for people to be like, you look great or you're so hot or whatever. Um, I think in a very a business that requires me to have a certain level of ego, like when people gas me up, that's helpful to me to help perform my job better, which in turn makes me more money. I could just bring everything back around to money <laughs> every time. <laughs> but, um, and then I think the third reason is like, even if, if I'm posting a thirst trap, sometimes I'm just, I might just want to engage with people. And I would say that these are like the lesser reasons that I do stuff. Cause like, like I said, I'd use my regular ones if I was just looking for a social interaction, you know? Um, but, but really I know that posting is part of my job that creates a desire to want to come see me and, and pay me and, and helps build a brand that I'm hopeful to continue to use now and potentially use for other things in the future. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want to come out on the money thing because like, I feel like we've covered it here, but I still feel like people get so confused about the club. And I just had a lot of that this week where like, 
they really want to believe something else other than that I'm here for money. And, and like I've said, I, I very, I'm very selective about who I'm willing to work with because I need to enjoy you. I need to like you. Um, so like, don't think that I don't like you, but that like my flirting and my entertainment is my job to make money. Um, so yeah, money, 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 money. <laughs> Said that episode title. <laughs> uh, I I posted a thirst trap on my Instagram, Mr. Maziotti. It's a black and white picture, just like here up with my shirt off. So you saw a little chest hair. And I <gasps> a little swarmy. Almost immediately, my son comments, Ew, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how our children humble us. Oh, uh, yes. Everything uh, I do, my daughter's like, cringe. Mom, cringe. <laughs> and I'm like, and I said to someone recently, they were talking about something's cringe. And I was like, my whole life is cringe. Okay. Everything that I do. But I also said this. I said, anyone who's trying to do anything, anyone who's out in the world creating and doing stuff is going to be cringe. Like, and I'm like, I accept that. But that's funny that he's like, no. <laughs> Um, yeah. did, did you get some of the feedback that you wanted though? Like, um, I, I was just or... being jokey. I had my shirt off. I'm like, I should take a picture. And then I just... <laughs> it was just um, fun. <laughs> I am someone who also will do kind of jokey things. And I've noticed that like, if people were always taking me very seriously, that some people might have a very different idea of who I am. If they were to look at my posts or read them. And I think that's something that's super terrifying about me is that like, I can go from like deadpan to totally serious uh, at like mock speed. And so I, but some people I feel like know that and they read my humor very well. And they're like, when I'm being really dry or really deadpan, they're like, oh yeah, that's her personality. She's just joking around. I just had a dream about that actually. That's really weird. I could discuss my dream, but I don't know how important or if that's boring. No, it sounds like it might apply. Go for it. It does kind of apply. In my dream, I was in a movie theater and I had said something very loudly about a preview that I was like excited about. And I was like sad that it ended or something. And I omitted, not omitted, that's like to not say something. But, you know, like I said something that like was like, oh, I didn't want that to end. And a woman a couple rows back was there with a group. And she said something back to me, like derogatory, like making fun of me or telling me to shut the fuck up. And I kind of looked back at her and I was like, what was that? And then she said something back again, but again, it's very like loud in this theater for some reason, people are talking. And then she says something else really like angry and derogatory towards me. And it, in my head, in my dream, I'm like thinking it's all very funny. Like that she's she's teasing and being fun with me and, and we're being playful and we're having like a riff, you know? And so I do this all the time at the club, by the way, this, this part I'm about to tell you, which is I turn around after she says something else and I give her like a double flip off, you know? I'm like, <laughs> ha ha ha, you know, like flip her off, which like, is not something I don't do regularly. Like I do that all the time at work. 
And most often, I mean it very jovial and very like teasing and very like, haha, fuck you guys, you know. Or sometimes I'm like, really, fuck you guys, you know. That's what I that's what I mean by scary is like some you don't you don't know what I mean. But anyways, so she, after I flipped her off, she came out around to where I was, and. At this point, the the theater is paying attention. Like everyone in the theater is like paying attention to what's happening. And she comes over to me and I just stand the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, you want to go, bitch? Like, let's go. Like, let's fucking throw down. You ready? Are you ready for this? Like, I just start like, but it's funny because again, in my head the whole time, I'm like, this is so funny. Like, I'm just dying. The people <laughs> with me are, are laughing their asses off. And so then I say to her, like, everyone's kind of like, reacting to this in the theater and I'm like do you want to take this outside let's go outside let's go outside like let's go you know like and and just thinking it's really funny which now I'm telling it to you and it's like no this obviously is leading to a fight she's obviously ramped up but I wasn't I was just like enjoying this fun like entertaining element maybe because I'm an entertainer and I'm just like this is great (laughs) great comedy and so her and I go outside and I just start laughing because I think she's like in on it with me and she's and I'm like laughing and and her demeanor changes because she's like confused like why is she laughing and I was like you know I was playing right and she was like no I was ready to fuck you up and I just laughed some more and I was like (laughs) I said if you really want that like I'm down and I said I don't know that I'll win like this is always my attitude in a fight but you'll regret it you do not want to fight me like I will fight dirty I I'm scrappy like don't do it but like but yeah so then we just sat and and chatted a little bit outside and kind of like laughed about it because she was like no I was like pissed I thought you were like calling me to action you know and and then I I walked back into the theater and I pretended like I won and everybody cheered and then she walked in after me and then I was like I'm just kidding we're friends like we're just joking around but um but yeah that was part of my dream <laughs> oh wow <laughs> uh, did you hear about taylor swift's new album what about it it's it's called midnights and it's 13 different songs and it's uh, when she would wake up from like a dream in the middle of the night she would write it, it's oh, stuff she would write so I love that. I have a lot of those and I come across them in my notes all the time and they're just wacky as fuck, but not songs, you know, but just like, I'll write down the dream and kind of what maybe the meaning was, or what do you think the meaning be, a, be a dream reader and tell me what my dream means. Um, that the world wants to beat you up and you don't care. And you think the world's a joke that (laughs) was magical (laughs) and super made sense to me and was like yeah basically um yeah I think having a good sense of humor is like proven to be a good coping mechanism um so I think and I think that runs in my family too my grandmother was hilarious like genuinely hilarious um but anyways do we have any more thoughts on that video or should we go on to the next thing we were going to chat no. about? No, I think, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. We covered the basics of it. We could probably dig into it more, but you know, we, I don't think we have time, but 
Okay. And I put out for the anonymous questions and it's a mixed bag, of course. Um, I think this first one came in after last week's. Um, Tits and Giggles would be a great name for a strip club that doubles as a comedy club. <laughs> Why do I feel like someone said this to me in person? Tits and Giggles? Yeah. I mean, I think this is brilliant. And, you know, if anyone's watching or has watched Marvelous Miss Maisel, is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Great show. Oh, that's my favorite show. That's the best show ever. I almost... I almost I was actually selected to be like a movie star extra for that show but then they re like said to me again they're like you don't have any tattoos right like no tattoos you cannot have which I was so bothered by because I'm like you can cover that shit up with makeup and it's not like I have a ton but on that show you are not as a woman the men can have some because they're often in like suits yeah um but yeah like there was you I would have gotten to play part of her like a starlet like entourage like you know the hollywood crowd and i was so devastated i wanted to lie and be like i have no tattoos none whatsoever and then just cover them up with some real thick makeup but i didn't want to like you know do that i didn't want to like lie um but anyways love that show so much and and if everyone's gotten into the later seasons like she's doing stand-up at a burlesque or at a strip club you know yeah. And I think, I don't think that's the first time that's been done. I think that's been, I know they had a lot of, a ton of really famous comedians at the Playboy Mansion, right? Oh yeah. Everybody's been through the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. It's interesting to me that, yeah, those things are kind of like connected. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's actually a brilliant idea. Again, why are you doing, telling me that on the anonymous one? I would love to hear that on the other one. So I could be like, let's connect and figure this out. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. There's there's a like a Greek restaurant over by me here in Holiday called Giggles. I'm like, that that name's on the wrong business. Yeah, that's a little off. That's off. Yeah. Just yeah. That's funny though. Tits and giggles. Tits and giggles. All right. The Coming next soon. <laughs> Coming soon to a town near you. The next one is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten. The weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Yeah. Um, when I went to China, I went to Wuhan. Have I told you that? Oh. Yeah, very weirdly. <laughs> what? Did you no. eat a bat at a wet market? <laughs> That's what's so weird, though, is I'd never heard of Wuhan. And, and then years later, you know, the pandemic comes out of Wuhan. But that was so weird to me. I'm like, I was there like two years ago. That's so strange. And then that made it really sad to like, because I had been there and loved and enjoyed it. And it just was like, oh, that hurts that this has happened. Anyways, so I was in Wuhan and we went to a restaurant that felt very much like uh, the Chinese version of like an Applebee's or something like that. Um, and and the person we were with who who's um, Chinese, he ordered for us and... I started eating something that was like, um, smelled like sausage or like bacon or bacon and sausage mixed and it had peanuts in it and I'm eating it. And like, the smell is good. The texture is like a little much for me. Like I can't seem to like, you know, break it apart enough to really like swallow it. Mm 
And I was kind of not enjoying it, but I was like not wanting to be rude, you know? And then eventually I'm like, hey, so what, what is this? And he tells me that it's pig cartilage. Like they, they take pig cartilage and fry it up and, and put peanuts in it. And it wasn't terrible. It just was like, it was a texture thing for me. I was like, no, but I'm sure it's also very good for you. I think I've heard it's good for you to get the nutrients and things that are in cartilage. So I, I don't know that that's like, yeah, that's probably to, to me, that was the weirdest thing I've ever had. Cause obviously I didn't grow up eating, you know, pig cartilage, but I know that in different cultures, like everyone thinks what everyone else grew up eating is, you know, different, but yeah. My son is very, uh, you know, he'll try anything. So he's had shark. And I think we, oh. in Italy, we had, he had some like octopus and stuff. So he's, cool. he's very open to trying new stuff. That's so cool. And I'm sure that that's something you guys instilled in him, you know. Yeah. Um, What's hurt? What does it hurt to try anything once, you know? Yeah, my sister, my sister tells her kids and I really like it. She always goes, have one what I think she calls it a I don't like it bite and she said so you can have you have to have one bite and chew it up and swallow it before you're allowed to say I don't like it and then you're free to say it if you if you want to you know but you don't have to you can actually like it but anyways so yeah um let's see the next one is where's the eaten is it true? That's the question. Yeah. I mean, probably if you heard it, if you heard a rumor, it's probably, probably true. Could be, right? or could not, or. <laughs> uh, is it true? The church? No. No. <laughs> no, far from. I know this church is true. I love my mom and dad. Sorry, if you're not Mormon, you don't get that reference. But that's <laughs> the way. <laughs> that's the way young children are taught to bear their testimony, and sacrament meeting. Yep. All right, go up there. Go up there and talk. And mm -hmm. then that, that's basically what they say. That's but your first there. proselyting assignment you ever have. <laughs> yeah, nuts. <laughs> What's your favorite sport? Um, I'm not a sporty person. I, and maybe I said this, I got into basketball a little bit when I was at Weber State. Have I told you that? No. Um, but that was only because I was on in a class that was doing video, the videography for the team. And this was, this was the season I did that was the season Damian Lillard played. Uh, at Weber State <laughs> so that was like insane and then he was drafted to the NBA and then became MVP later in the NBA and that was like insane but I got to be on the court um, with a camera and also like did other things like switchboard and things like that and so I kind of had to learn to understand basketball but also it was such an exciting time everyone was so amped like I didn't know who he was when I started the class but I soon found out like this guy's a big deal but I'm like, whatever, that means kind of nothing to me. Um, yeah. But but then getting to like actually watch him play and be a part of that, like I got super amped about it. And 
and grew to understand baseball, basketball and have like some, you know, love for it. Um, I can kind of enjoy in like anything you really explained to me. Like I was, I watched boxing with uh, my boyfriend's family and they're really into it. And his mom will like know the backstory of like each fighter. And I'm like in it at that point. Like if you explain it to me, who they are, what their come up was like, what their backgrounds like, like, I'm like, okay, I just needed like an emotional narrative to go with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually got to hang out with Damon Lillard when, when he played there, like we, my friend got invited to a party by him and we got to hang out and I was like, cool. That is cool. I, back in the old days, I, you know, I probably met at least most of the jazz players. At least cool. Um, I made out with a jazz player once. Have I said that? No, you're just confessing all sorts of stuff. I don't care. <laughs> I can I should I name him? No, I won't. I won't. I'll keep it mysterious. But yeah, um, end of story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like going uh, to baseball games. I like the experience of a baseball game. I I, don't I like went to sport, really. a Raptors game like recently in Ogden, and I enjoyed that. I can I can enjoy sports. Um, I used to kind of be into the Braves because you know my family's from georgia and south carolina and stuff so the braves were a big deal but but me personally like i don't if unless someone else is encouraging because they're into sports i'm not really gonna like pay attention to any sports i've been to a san diego padres game that's it how was it it was that stadium is really cool it's like right in the middle of the city right by the convention center and the gas um gaslight quarters or whatever that area is called yeah it's really cool yeah and the game was yeah. just a game but it was cool we got ourselves up on the board you know you you take pictures and you do the qr code and our pictures nice. got up on the board yeah very cool a qr code but hashtag anyway but yeah so i'm not a big sporty guy but i you know there's some things i do like yeah, I can dig it. Uh, next one is a secret you've kept from your parents. <sighs> well, stripping, didn't she keep that as a secret for a while? I did, but I, uh, I think I've said, like, I'm, I'm a lies of omission type of person. So I guess that's definitely, but I have such a like a denial about that, that I'm like, if no one asks you, it's, it's not a lie if you don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I lied to my family about that or like kept it a secret as much as like it didn't come up or something. Because like I said, I was outed like pretty quickly into my career. And that's kind of like the style of my family. Like I have one sister, I won't say who in case she ever listens, but um, she can't keep a secret to save her life, but I still tell her things for some reason. Um, <laughs> but also I think there's a there's an openness in my family that like, I don't really care if they know anything. And some of that's because 
some of them I know are just not going to judge me. The ones I care about, I know won't judge me. And the ones I'm not close with, I don't care what they think. So it's doesn't feel like I need to keep secrets from them. I may not share with them, but it's not because like it's a secret. Um, it's just because I don't fuck with you like that. Um, but, but my parents, I'm trying to think of like when I was younger, I used to sneak out a lot when I was younger. I used to skip school a lot. So maybe I know when I was younger, there was, but again, it's not like that morning they asked me, are you really going to school today? Or are you going to find a way to skip? So like, I, you know. <laughs> well, these days it's a lot tougher to skip because, you know, as a parent, you can get onto the school site and it shows, you know, when the kids. Yeah, my sympathy, <laughs> yeah, my sympathy is with them because, you know, that's brutal. You should be able to disappear the second half of the day if you want, right? <laughs> I I would miss whole days, and I and I maybe I've said this, but like I was so shy and introverted that the thought of having to be exposed to like thirty other students like was like crippling to me. And so I guess in that way, I do feel bad for people who can't like skip school if they want or feel like they need to, or that there's no way to articulate like this isn't for me. I need to homeschool or something. Like I can't do this. This is out of my range of ability <laughs> well this kind of leads into the next question do you even like school that is not the next question yes it is <laughs> that is so funny um okay, no I hate God. school but like a lot of people I I know I love I love learning like I love reading books I love learning new things I I love documentaries, but you know, I like to learn at my own pace and I, I like to learn about the things I have natural interest in. And, and I like to not have a quiz on it later. Um, so, so I don't like school for all those reasons. I've tried to go back and sometimes like lately I've had a little feeling about going back to study. I mean, I could finish up my bachelor's in like psychology um, because I just naturally know a lot about psychology because I my interest is there. So I read about it and I'm interested in it. And so I've thought about that, but maybe that'll be something I do. But I, it'd be, have to be forced for me because I really don't like school. Yeah, I don't think no. I'll ever go back to church or school, any institutions, unless I'm committed to one. <laughs> yeah. Life's short. Why yeah. spend it doing things you don't want to do exactly um instead of finding ways to do them that work better for you like whether that's spirituality or learning you know and next one is your celebrity crush i i this, did this come up like near the beginning of the season something similar um did i say did i have one i can't remember um, this is, I, a couple came up for me, which is weird. One of them is Jennifer Aniston. Like, I'm a friends person and I didn't used to be. I know, I think we discussed that once. Um, but once I did get into friends and I read an article about this, that some people have a reaction in their brain when they see Jennifer Aniston, like something about her and her face, um, like does something to their brain. And so something about Jennifer Aniston does something to my brain that makes it happy and so I, I can kind of consider that a crush 
Um, and then another, the other one that I thought of, which is really creepy, is a Timothy Chalamet. Is that who you say his name? Do you know who that is? I thought it was Timothy Chalamet, but maybe it so is. So yeah. my daughter is adamant that it is Timothy, but I showed her a video where he says it's actually pronounced Timothy. Um, but you can call me whatever you want. And she like still saw the video evidence and was like, no, it's Timothy. And I was like, this is him saying how you say it, (laughs) but whatever. Um, It actually made me question. Like, I feel like she gaslit me into being like, well, maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) But um, I have a little crush on him when I've seen him and stuff, but I think it has more to do with like, I think he's insanely talented. And there's something about a man that's sensitive. He seems like a sensitive man. And so I think talent and sensitivity are two things that will start to like give me crush types of feelings about a man. So, so yeah, those are my two celebrity crushes. I think there's others, there's other people that like their faces make me happy to look at or like hearing them talk or like, you know, what are yours? Uh, I, I have many, but uh, male wise, you know, Dan Levy, just, you know, oh, the shit's Creek and everything. I, he, I enjoy his face a lot. Like I want to just watch him talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, those commercials is it like a car insurance commercial or something. Uh huh. And he does. They're just, that's great. And then the show, and then he's popping up in new shows all the time and, yeah. Oh, he's so talented. I love him. And it took me a little while to figure out that 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 his dad is Eugene Levy and Really? Yeah. yeah. And Fantastic. his sister was on the show too. She owned the diner. I did not know that. So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, they're so talented and hilarious. I love that show. And female wise, um, Gosh, so many. Evan Rachel Wood, you know, she's on um, Westworld. Westworld and oh yeah, across the universe, and she's playing Madonna in the Weird Al movie that's coming up. I and, can't wait for the Weird Weird Al movie. I did not know she was playing Madonna, but I've seen her do impressions of like pop stars, and she's amazing. But I, she also is someone with a face that like I just feel drawn to, and I could just watch her endlessly, and she's so freaking talented too. But um, but I also related to her character in a Westworld in the first few seasons. Uh, she's Dolores, right? Yeah. That character like resonated for me as a stripper. If you've watched Westworld, um, <laughs> like kind of this, like I'm just here to entertain you and always be happy and always be appealing and always be da 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 with a smile on my face all the time. Like um, there was something about that that I was like, I'm uncomfy. I'm looking in a mirror right now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That puts it in a whole new thing for me. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it again and be like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's what Molly's life is like. <laughs> the world's falling apart and the world's falling apart. <laughs> but also she's going to destroy it eventually. So yeah. <laughs> so you're going to destroy the world eventually. Yeah, obviously. obviously. So do we have time for one more? Yeah, I think there is a couple more. One, I think one came in. 
the next one was OnlyFans watched the or listened to the last episode. That big chunk of that ep- last episode was um, about OnlyFans. Um, have you considered or ever been approached about getting into the porn industry? Um, I have had emails or people reaching out and I've had some offers that were like very generous and interesting for me to like consider. And then of course, like I have, you know, friends in porn and, and we've shouted her out. I'm sure Elena Lopez is a friend, friend of mine and she's a wildly successful and, you know, famous porn star and super talented. I love her. And, um, and so I think if I wanted to, I'd probably like ask her and want to like, if she would did a mentorship with me, but, and, and so of course, like, I think as a human, I, I go through these things and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, let's actually think about this for a second, but I just don't want to do porn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't want to do it. Like, just like kind of any of my other boundaries in sex work, it, it's nothing to do with like, that that thing is bad or good it's just that I don't want to um so yeah I don't think I'll ever do porn I I just don't have a deep desire for it the offers I've been made have been interesting and it's not like I was like absolutely not never I would never consider it it just was like oh uh uh-huh yeah Mm -hmm. interesting not still not really interested um I know the money can be really good, but I know they work really hard, just like strippers or just like any other successful sex workers. They work really, really hard. Um, I just watched like a full version of a video of Elena Lopez's that I'd wanted to watch for a long time, which is like the, the bishops interview one, which is based on the Mormon religion, you know, bishops interview. Oh, she does. Oh yeah, she does have Mormon girls one doesn't she yeah um this one's like almost an hour long and it's all takes place in the office of of the the leader the bishop in the mormon church and like it was so interesting to me to watch and i just could like i looked at it and was like dang this is like interesting dialogue and like just know that that how much work that scene must have been in so many ways and and just how layered the performance was because it like wasn't just the porn that doesn't have a narrative it had a real backbone and narrative to it um but anyways yeah I find I don't really watch porn like that's probably the only porn I've watched in maybe a year or so like maybe once or twice a year I'll like get curious and like look up things but I wanted to see that one specifically because I know her and because of the connection to the church um but yeah I now don't you, did you I talk know to that, her about it all no I, I kind of wanted to reach out to her about it and like discuss it but you know I've also wanted her to have her on the podcast and thought that might be a good conversation to save you know for when when she's on when and if she ever does come on and so but yeah like also, I think my my low interest in porn is that I'm just typically in a monogamous relationship and that it's hard to be a stripper and be in a monogamous relationship, which is the type of relationship I prefer, much less to throw in, okay, now I do porn and I'm trying to be in a monogamous relationship. Like, um, just sounds like too many hoops to jump through, making my life more difficult than it needs to be. And recently it works that one of the girls 
said something about getting sick and you know when you get sick do you get like really sick and I thought to myself for a second my response was I don't get very sick because I keep this stress in my life as low as I possibly can I want to be productive I want to have success but like more than anything I want to have a long healthy life and so I try to make choices that will keep my stress low and doing porn does not feel like a choice for me that would keep my stress low <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah lots of layers to it and stuff and then th this came in as we were recording not a question but I just think you're great you're smart genuine and refreshing we think a lot alike love the podcast hope to catch up in real life sometime so catch oh. up it sounds like it's somebody you know if they're saying catch up yeah, I need to put out another thing on my Instagram so I can see see who's sending what. But that's so sweet. I've had so many loving comments. And like I've said, as a performer, like the, the good feedback you get and even the critical is helpful, but like the good feedback you get like keeps you going as an entertainer. So it's really nice. Thank you. Yay. All right. Should we wrap yeah. up or did you want to read that one comment or should we save that? youtube comment for next week no i think we can do it i've got it pulled up here okay so this was a youtube comment that you sent me that i thought was pretty funny and nice and interesting and i'm not i'm not sure how to pronounce the name or anything so i'm just gonna smell spell it uh their name yeah i don't know if it's asian nom one or asian om one but anyway, um, A-S-I-A-N-O-M-1. Um, just real quick, and maybe we cut this out. I don't know that we should share the ones that are not content creators. Because they might not want to be known for listening to the podcast. Just a thought. And maybe we don't cut this out and we just leave it. But like, yeah, no. I, I wanted to share the other, guy, other guy's name. But I feel like as a content creator, you kind of know people. Your name's out there and they're going to be are going to discuss it but like i don't know about the personal ones or comments or messages or things what do you think um i think it's okay since they posted in a public place yeah so if they do um, and they have a but, problem we can fix it or yeah but i did have someone who shared that really pleasant comment that i shared recently that was really kind and heartfelt and when I shared it on my story I did block out their name just in case they didn't want people to know and I didn't know who they were like I didn't I tried to look up the name and like couldn't find who they were and then um they messaged me and I realized that they have kind of like an alter Instagram ego and they're like oh that was me and we like chatted about it and then uh they were like oh I'm I'm kind of glad you didn't share that because I, that actually is my real name and I maybe didn't want my real name put out there. So, so yeah, some people may just like make a comment or do something and not like think about that, you know, there, there's a, my may or may not be a consequence for interacting with a sex worker. Well, I'm going to, let's see if I'm going to click on the account. I have to do some editing here, but so blah, 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 blah. We'll just save the comment and then we'll clean this up or not. Okay. 
You are the most spoken, well-spoken, visually put together, exotic dancer I've ever seen in my life. And I've been all over the world and had a girlfriend who ran a strip club and friends who bounced the strip clubs and dated a girl who was a stripper. So I'm assuming this is a guy. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Just my first instinct. But anyway, and I honestly have to say, you look like you sell stocks at Mutual of Omaha, which is perfect because you don't want anybody to know you were ever an exotic dancer. You could just lie to them and you could say you're something else because stripper is going to come off as a joke. Seriously, I'm watching this video with my girlfriend and she thinks you look like you're in a different profession. We just have to say that. So I thought that was super funny. <laughs> yeah. There was like a little bit of it that was, I don't think they could imagine that, that there was like a small part of it that was a little like hurtful, which is that like, they think I would want to hide that I was a stripper. But I've also feel like people from, if they've been listening, know that like, I wouldn't want to hide that I was a stripper, but I might have to for some reason, you know? Um but but kind of that his compliment was like you don't look like a stripper you know and i'm like but i kind of am like that's because you're assuming what a stripper is based on like what you've seen in like media or things like that but like yeah. not every stripper has a podcast that you can listen to and see what they're actually like or you know what they really look like when they're just like chilling at home you know so I thought it was super nice and sweet and I really liked it and I thought it was very funny, but I also was like, huh. Um, and it, and it is funny and true that like, it, it does kind of sound like a joke for me to tell people I'm a stripper <laughs> because I don't look like it, but that's obviously why I picked my name Molly Mormon. My face is looks Mormon. Yeah. So but yeah, so that was kind of funny. I liked that comment. <laughs> what would, like a, was he saying I was look like a stockbroker? Selling stocks, stocks at Mutual of Omaha. So yeah. Huh. That's really funny. So a sexy stockbroker. Or just a nerdy one. Yeah, or a nerdy one. <laughs> nerdy yeah. is sexy, look at me. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> but I have somebody who agree with me about that. Anyway, I think that's I think that's it. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for engaging with us. Yes, and gosh. My brain. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thank you everybody. Uh follow Ask the Stripper on Instagram, Molly the Stripper on Instagram, and send us questions all the time. Don't yeah. send them to her directly if you, you know, some of these, they could be sent to her directly and, you know, you can interact with her. This way, there's not any interaction because, you know, we can't get back to you. Yeah. But yeah, we'll do, we'll put out more posts that are not the anonymous ones so we can engage with people in a way because I liked being able to be like I may not have told who it was or said their name but I like being able to say what kind of what their connection to me is um if I if I do have one I enjoy that 
And just a house cleaning note, all the season two episodes currently have their videos on the post with them. Um, follow us on the YouTube channel. You know, we'll const we'll, we might break down videos and put clips up eventually, but yeah, help us grow there. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye till next week. Bye. Bye.